0: Everybody, welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Travis, and I am happy, excited to be here with you. You thought, Don, that I was going to introduce you, and guess I did, what? Yep, I am <laughs> welcome. And this is my wife, Don Rosinger. She's my co-host.
1: I love how you said my last name.
0: Yeah, that's a little awkward <laughs> weird. Why day. did I do that? Anyways,
1: we're Travis and Don. Well, you're Travis and I'm Don, And we are super excited to have you guys with us today.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And it was so much fun to head out today on our day off. We got a chance to run around a mall. We'll hit up like, what, 10 stores. Got a lot of shopping done. Hey, we are absolutely, oh yeah, God. that was a high five. That was a we high are five. done. <laughs> With our Christmas are, shopping, yep. aren't we? So I think so, yeah. It was a great use of a day off and just had a, an awesome time also with our daughter. Yeah, she we got, got to, to come with us haul this her year, long. which was
1: great. We got yeah. to have a free, lunch and a free lunch meeting. I was at a Christmas party last week, and I won the game, one yeah. of the games. And I got a $50 gift card to a really cool <laughs> restaurant, so we knew we were going go to go Christmas awesome. shopping today. And we're like, man, it would be so fun to take our daughter with us to go out to lunch and... That's how we started our shopping day, which is incredible. You
0: were my hot date to the Christmas party. And then I got lucky and got another date on it. That was really cool. that's cool.
1: Well, and then beyond that, we got to sip on coffee. We were able to walk through the store and buy our coworkers all these small little gifts and now we have a fire in the fireplace it's roaring. Oh man, it's just so nice. Just loving our evening.
0: There's something about the crackling of that fireplace when right now guys at the time of us recording this it is below 0 in Minneapolis, cold, Minnesota. Yeah. So cold. I think it's like 4 below 0 and I think the wind chill is like -20, 20, 25 below. So yeah, to have a fire chilly, just yeah. raging in our fireplace and just kicking back, relaxing, it is so nice.
1: You know what? I just wanted to start off this podcast today and just talk to you a little bit about something that happened to me just a few weeks ago. Travis, I know you remember this. Well, we were sitting in our living room and we were talking to another couple um, just about their life and how they were doing. And they were kind of going through a rough spot. And the husband said that he had lost his job. And man, I just felt so Bad for this couple. Um, we talked to couples quite a bit, but when sometimes news hits, I mean, for some reason, I took his news of him losing his job on me and the conversation ended and we, you know, walked away. But I looked at you and I'm like, I just took on this anxiety or this fear or whatever, this worry for them and their marriage and how they were going to be able to make it. Well, it didn't stop there. It actually like 15, 20 minutes later, I just looked at you and I'm like, Hey, I am feeling this emotion. I'm feeling anxiety. Travis, can you pray for me? I don't know what it was, something about that conversation where I just grabbed this extra circumstance and just kind of took it on as my own. And I'm like... I, I don't like this. I don't like the way it's making me feel like I, yeah. need, to, I need you to pray for me.
0: What's wild too is, of course, there's uh, cognitive empathy and emotional empathy, but we're not talking about that. It wasn't just that you were feeling bad for them, and you were. We're talking about you literally started to have fear in the moment for I them did. right yes. there at that moment, anxiety, stress, and really concerned about their lives, um, whether they were going to make it financially, yeah. but also even their marriage, which is kind of wild
1: that it just hit you like a ton of bricks. You know, and I could tell that it was affecting my emotions. I, was, it was affecting my mood, and I just knew that this was something that hey, I didn't want to deal with. I knew that it was kind of an attack and like, let's get rid of us. Let's deal with this emotion. And so you prayed for me and I love that you prayed for me because yeah. man, did it. it just changed my mind, my mood, everything that what you just prayed was amazing.
0: Yeah. And I, I love that you use the word attacked on because so often uh, sometimes we can have anxiety or fear that bubbles up and it's maybe just a quick thought and it's us dwelling in the places that we shouldn't be. But there are other times that it literally is evil yeah. that's trying to scare us or make us live lives in fear where Mm -hmm. we're always shaking or always under anxiety. And so it's good to be aware that it could be one or the other.
1: Do you ever just stop and wonder, why does this happen to us at times? How can we be doing good one minute and the next minute be gripped with worry or anxiety? And I wouldn't say that anxiety is something that I normally struggle with on a daily basis. It's just not. This doesn't happen to me very often, but I know that day I was in a place where I was running on empty, I was lacking sleep and rest, and it was just an extremely busy moment of my life.
0: Yeah. And and that's when I think when you use the word attack, I think sometimes evil can come at us like you just said, Don, when you're really running on empty. Maybe you're physically depleted, emotionally depleted, maybe yeah. even spiritually depleted some people. But the point is, is evil wants to discourage you all the yes, more, it wants absolutely. to run you down. It, it doesn't just want you flat out. It wants you in a pit. In a pit that you're gonna be stuck in for a long
1: time. You know, I was just so grateful that you prayed for me and it just lifted, it went away. I was able to get a great night's sleep. I went to bed early that night, got a great night's sleep and I woke up the next morning and during my time that I was just spending with God, just reading my Bible, I tried to do that every morning, I just continued on with where I left off and the next chapter of the Bible that I was reading was 1 Peter 5 and it goes on to talk about something and I'm like, why does this happen? And I felt like this scripture just kind of told me, you know, let me really realize why this happens sometimes. But in 1 Peter 5, starting in verse 6, it says this, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And I, man, when I read that, it just, a light bulb went on. I knew that I was at a weak spot. Again, not, I was lacking sleep and energy. It's just a, a rougher time. And the the devil, which is the enemy, he, he's prowling around look, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I was his target. I was the one that he was going after that night because he knew that I wasn't in a great place.
0: Yeah, and we've talked about this passage before, this First Peter 5, 6, and, and 7, and 8, 9. But it what's so incredible, this is one of my favorite passages, as strange as that sounds, because it's so filled with wisdom about the warning that we get about the devil or yeah. evil. But what's amazing is the context. Is worrying. I mean, it literally says, you know, in terms of give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. And then it says, stay alert, watch out. Yeah. So it's- hey, you know, you're you're gonna have worries, and and you you're gonna be like filled with anxiety. But God cares for you, and be careful because the flip side, not God, the other side, evil, the devil wants to take you out. He's a, a roaring lion.
1: Such a great thing to remember that there is evil altar that wants to just prance on us and grab us when we're weak and take us down. And that's what he was trying to do in that moment. I know that the, when the anxiety came, that's what he was trying to do to me.
0: And that is the interesting thing about anxiety, because this verse even starts with, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up. Hmm, and yeah. what's interesting, it goes on to talk about, you know, anxiety and and fears and that sort of thing. And what's interesting is anxiety, you know, when we allow ourselves to just let it run wild, we're really saying, I'm going to look to myself, I'm going to look to to me to pre- try to deal with this or let my emotions, my yeah, mind, yep. you know, that kind of thing from a human standpoint, instead of humbling ourselves under the mighty power of God. And again, it goes on to say, give all your worries and cares to God. So He is the solution. Yeah, there is, is yep. evil coming at us, and it does impact our individual lives.
1: We just wanted to take the episode today and just kind of look into anxiety. What is anxiety? What causes it? What can we do to avoid it, to make sure that we are standing firm and standing strong like that verse says? What is anxiety? If we're going to be talking about anxiety today, let's just define it. Well, according to Wikipedia, anxiety is an emotion which is characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil and includes feelings of dread Over anticipated events. Anxiety is different than fear in that the former is defined as anticipation of a future threat, whereas the latter is defined as the emotional response to a real threat.
0: Yeah, and we looked at several different definitions that we could have quoted, but we wanted to quote this one specifically from Wikipedia. Why? Because it differentiates between fear and anxiety. Fear is like the far off distance and anticipation of something bad happening, whereas anxiety is like. Like, no, I feel that fear right now in this moment. Something bad has happened and my body and my mind is trying to deal with it right now.
1: You know, there are common anxiety signs and symptoms that that include certain things. And Mayo Clinic highlights these symptoms. And this is what they say. Feelings of feeling nervous, restless or tense. Having a sense of impending danger, panic or doom. Having an increased heart rate, breathing rapidly, sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry, having trouble sleeping, experiencing gastrointestinal problems, having difficulty controlling worry, having the urge to avoid things that trigger. Wow. Anxiety. That's a lot. Yeah. So it's funny because when I think about some of these symptoms, and I, you know, me, Travis, I am not one that necessarily struggles with anxiety. From time to time, I definitely worry or it will overtake, but it's not a daily thing. But I have experienced some of these symptoms, and I think many yeah. of us can relate. to I these. think we
0: all have. Yeah. I think if you have a heart rate and you're breathing and oxygen right now on some level, you've had moments of anxiety that overtook you and maybe, maybe it didn't take over like completely, but enough to where it was driving your thoughts yep. or, or affecting your physical body. Kind of like they've highlighted yep. here from the Mayo Clinic. And it's
1: kind of like that feeling when you are hiding behind a door and you jump on you scare me and my heart races or I get fear. Like that's kind of like, anxiety can just creep in and like, man, it makes you feel that same way. Yeah.
0: And nonstop. Like Mm -hmm. it's just going and going and going. Well, anxiety isn't just something that of course can impact your thoughts or harm your body because it creates a lot of stress and, 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 you know, just puts a burden on your physical body, like the heart rate, like you mentioned, but it can even be adding a strain to your marriage. And so, so Don, I just wanted to ask you, like, how does anxiety make you feel? And then how does it affect the way you treat me in our marriage yep. when you're having like that moment you talked about the other day where you heard about the guy's job, you know, that he had lost his job and that you were wondering how it was going to impact their finances, but also their marriage. Yep.
1: You know, what? I think it causes this overwhelming feeling like life is just overwhelming and my mind is just <laughs> fixated on that worry or that problem. I almost can't think of anything else. And it changes my emotion. Like if I'm really joyful and all of a sudden anxiety comes in and man, it stills my joy. And at that moment, my attention is not at all on you on anything that's necessarily productive. It's just completely on the thing that I'm worried about or have, am anxious about. And honestly, if there's any romance that was going on at that moment, it's just completely gone. Like it is, yes. My, yep. It just takes over. It's again, it's, it's emotion, this huge emotion that just comes in and completely I don't, I don't want to say paralyzes because I don't feel like I have anxiety where it's a unnecessary, but it, it's a way of paralyzing you. You can't yeah. move forward.
0: It's a certain level that yeah. is debilitating to a level, but not like where you can't function in life or yeah. that kind of thing. But yeah, well, here's the deal. In all honesty, Don, of course, you know that, and those of you that are listening, I've had normal passing anxiety that everybody probably has. Um, you know, where you're like, you're you're anxious about a test or you're anxious about a job interview, but even just anxiety about life where you start to think about your finances too much or you start to think about your kids succeeding mm. or not succeeding. But I remember one time, and I th- think I've shared it on our podcast before, but there was one time in my life I was laying in the dentist chair and some of you are like, well, yeah, that's why you would have had anxiety. <laughs> yeah, anxiety. You're that's in the, the, you're in the thing, dentist yeah. chair. Yeah, But but no, I love going to the dentist. And so I'm laying there enjoying myself. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a wave of just anxiety hit me. And kind of like what you talked about, my heart was racing. My breath was was kind of short. My, I wasn't taking deep breaths. and And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I got this this feeling of dread that something bad is about to happen. And so as soon as they were done cleaning my teeth, I got up from the dentist chair. I remember it was my lunch break. I ran to the gym and I literally put in headphones and I ran for about 45 to 50 minutes nonstop as hard as I could listening to worship music and praying. Yeah. And by the time I was done, The anxiety was gone. But I felt like I'm like, I've got to, you know, work out and and tire my body out and get my mind on something else. And I've got to pray. And I've got to really just like focus on how to get rid of this.
1: I remember you coming home and you telling me that story. And honestly, that is very out of character for you. You typically do not struggle with anxiety. But I just feel like we at different times, all of us have anxiety or anxious thoughts that come in, worry, and man, what do we do when that happens? What can we do about that? Yeah,
0: and that's a great question. And of course, anxiety and stress can be difficult in life. Like we've talked about everyday life or in the dentist chair or whatever it is when you're listening to other people's stories and you take on their anxiety, but it can also increase during the holidays. Oh, yeah, We're about to can. hit Christmas and New Year's. And and so how do you stand firm and not allow anxiety to creep in? And in a different part of the Bible in Philippians chapter four, it really drills down and it gives us some pre- practical advice on how to handle anxiety but also you know the side effect is that it will help us uh, the advice it gives to not allow to harm our right, marriages yep. and so here's what it says don't be anxious about Anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that part about, you know, which transcends all understanding, because I think that that's what anxiety does is it's trying to understand this potential bad thing, this dread that could happen. And we need something to transcend that, right? to overcome that.
1: And in those verses, there are some key steps that we can do to make sure, man, that anxiety doesn't just take over. And it says it right away, pray, be thankful, and ask God to help you. And we need to pray about everything and anything. Be thankful and God will help you. Make sure that we're asking God to help us. Like It seems that simple, those three things.
0: Yeah, it's great advice. It's hard to remember in the midst of it, but I think what we have to do is we have to plan to uh, know in advance how to deal with anxiety. And thankfulness is a huge key. Of course, praying, having faith, and knowing that God can help you. but, But thankfulness is going, wait, the rest of my life isn't awful. The rest of my life isn't out of control. My marriage and my relationships are still good. And now, it'll, not allowing that one little thing to kind of break the camel's back and suddenly yeah. make you think the world is falling in on right, you when yeah. it's not.
1: After talking about prayer and being thankful and asking God to help you, it goes on to say this. Everything that we need to know when anxiety comes in or worry comes in or fear comes in, what we should be doing, we need to make sure that we are fixing our eyes and thinking on All of the things that are lovely, pure, holy, like just what it says.
0: Yeah, there's a theme because remember, it, it started off talking about how the peace of God, you know, transcends our understanding. But then, you know, it talks about think about such things, these good things. And so we have to, of course, give anxious thoughts to God in the form of, you know, prayers and requests to God, but also to walk in that thankfulness. But really, this passage, it's all one passage. It's saying that's not enough. We then need to replace anxious thoughts with, again, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. It says, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, what does it say? think Think, about such things. That's what we need
1: to be thinking. Our thoughts, it's funny, our thoughts can go either direction. We choose which thoughts we're going to continue to think on, but what are we choosing to think on?
0: So again, it's dealing with the anxiety when it comes in and bringing it to God and then immediately replacing those potentially anxious thoughts now that you've given it to God with thoughts about God and good things and and all the pure and lovely things in your life. You have to fill yourself Mm -hmm. With God, you have to fill yourself with positive thoughts. That's what it's saying, literally, verbatim. That's what it's saying in the Bible.
1: And it's so cool because it concludes what if we are doing those things, it says this, and the God of peace will be with you. Man, that's incredible news. The God of peace will be with you. If we have peace, if God's peace is in our life and our heart, there's no room for anxiety. There's no room for worry or fear.
0: Yeah. And I think part of that is when we think anxious thoughts, again, it negatively impacts our marriage, negatively impacts our own quality of life. But when we think anxious thoughts, what, what does it typically do? It's cyclical. It's a spiral it down. Is, yes. Then you go, oh, but if this bad thing happens, then that bad thing will happen. And then this bad thing will happen. And it spirals down. And the way to replace those thoughts after you give them to God, after you make your requests and say, God, intervene, I need your help in this situation, the way to replace that is start thinking about God's attributes. Start thinking about how amazing God is. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. Think about how great the Bible is and all the wisdom the Bible gives us, or maybe even the the faith community that you have around you, how amazing your Christian friends are. And so I think that's a big piece of it. What are the good things in your life? And meditate on those things. And it's
1: really cool because honestly, if you're married and maybe in that moment, you aren't able to think clearly, man, you're... As your spouse, like you did the other day or last week, just, hey, Don, let's think about this. You kept reminding me, you prayed for me, and it helped remind me of God's truth and God's word and all the good things that we have in life. And then you prayed for me and man, it just disappeared.
0: And again, yes, it's a, it's, it's a team effort, It is, yeah. but it's also ultimately a choice. It says, think about these things. We have to choose what we're going to put our minds yeah. on. And I'd rather think about God. I'd rather think about you, Don, and our love that we have for each other, our kids. And, you know, there's always bad things that are happening all around us, but we can choose to put our minds on the good things and that God is the God of hope, right. the
1: God of faith. So just going back to my story from the beginning that happened, just a few weeks ago where that anxiety kind of crept in and going back to 1 Peter 5, just talking about being, making sure that we're staying alert and watching out for your great enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, making sure that we're aware that there is a roaring lion, an enemy that's trying to come in and really distract us and discourage us. But we have the power. We have the ability to choose what we're going to think on. So do you guys choose to think on what is pure love true, holy. Yes. Think on yes. those things because a God so of peace will be with you. And
0: he will. He's going to be with you.
1: We just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.